Hey guys, and welcome to season two, episode four of Business Shit. I'm your host, Mimi G, and today's episode is, girl, where you been? <laughs> this is part update of life, and I'm going to do a Q&A because I needed an episode to sort of get my juices flowing again. So if you're listening to me on whatever podcast app you're on, thank you. If you're watching us on YouTube, um, you may have noticed that the Ikea couch is gone and I have this beautiful, beautiful new couch. <laughs> so, um, you know, I have been um, a bit struggling a bit to get into the flow of business shit again, because as you guys know, um, Norris and I got married. Hello. Um, and leading up to that was like planning a wedding and then we booked all these different things and business just sort of took over and, you know, you know, your girl keeps it real and business shit is not monetized just yet. And so paid gigs come first. You feel me? So, um, what happened is we were in Philly. We did that amazing episode with Mary Alice um, and, uh, you know, about starting a, an indie fashion line. And that was a fantastic episode. And then, you know, I knew that I had a little bit of time before, uh, you know, after getting back home, before having to jump on another uh, project. Um, but things got moved up. And so what happened is we ended up going to Denver to film um, our new show with Blueprint called He Sewed, She Sewed, which is amazing. And if you guys haven't already checked it out, please go and check it out. You guys can find it all over my Instagram, all over the my Facebook, all over everywhere. Um, and we're also going to be uploading um, the very first episode on my YouTube channel so you guys can sort of get an idea of what the show is about. But basically, Norris and I have one fabric, and it's sort of a little bit of a competition. And each of us have to make something from that piece of fabric and and see who basically does it best. I always win. <laughs> but no, I really don't. He kind of he kind of did really great. But that had us in Denver for almost 2 weeks because then we got caught in Denver during a snowstorm and we couldn't leave. So then we were there for like an an additional 3 days which just sort of started adding sort of to the already behind schedule that we were on. And then when we got back home, um, we were moving. So, you know, leave it up to me to decide that we needed to move before the wedding so that we could, you know, start fresh in a new house. Plus, we were really seriously outgrowing the last one. And so when we got back, because we were already behind, that put us behind on moving and packing and getting everything ready. And then, you know, it was just like literally one thing after another. Then family came in and the wedding and planning and it was, it's been crazy. So I just, you know, I, I thank all of you so much for your patience and sort of, um, for allowing us time to, you know, get back into the swing of things. We have so many amazing things planned for the rest of season two, obviously even more amazing things planned for the continuation at season three. Um, but really what I wanted to focus on was just sort of updating you guys on, on everything that's been going on. Um, we also ended up doing an episode uh, for Blueprint called uh, Runway Remake, which is currently on Bravo. So if you guys haven't already seen the, the current episode of Project Runway, it's amazing. And Blueprint um, did sort of an extension of every episode with some of their talent. And Norris and I did an episode of Runway Remake, which was a lot of fun. So that sort of kept us busy, too. Um, and then... 
you know, after the wedding, which was amazing, um, and thank you guys so much for the well wishes and all the comments that just went crazy on every image that we posted in regards to the wedding. It was the most magical moment ever in life. It really was just so great and we were so happy and all of our friends and family had such a great time that we wish we could have like gone back the next weekend and done it all over again because it was that much fun. Um, but, you know, getting back after all of that, we went on our honeymoon. So we went to New Orleans for a week. We had a really great time. Your girl hadn't eaten in about two months because, you know, I had to look a certain way <laughs> in my wedding dress. So I literally spent the entire time in New Orleans just eating my way through the city. And when we got back, it was like, get back in gear. We have, you know, emails and calls and business things that we're supposed to like be getting back to and, you know, um, projects and presentations that I'm supposed to be getting together. And so there was just a lot of things that were waiting for us as soon as we got back uh, from our honeymoon. And um, so one of the things that I wanted to do outside of just making sure that, you know, obviously we got all our business done was that I put business shit back on the top of that list because you know, a hundred and over 123,000 downloads, um, you know, since we launched in July is amazing. And I know that so many people, um, you know, are just being very supportive of the podcast and wanted more. And so I wanted to make sure that you guys understood that it's just life got in the way for a bit. And you guys know that we had the wedding coming up and that, um, but I'm back, I am back and I am ready to give you guys a whole lot more business shit. Um, if you're not already watching us on YouTube, please head over and watch on YouTube. I think that, you know, it's great. I appreciate you guys listening to me. And if you have to do it in the car or wherever, while you're at the gym, that's cool. But I think that you get a little bit sort of extra when you watch on YouTube. Um, you know, cause you get facial expressions or I might be talking about something like this amazing green couch that I am on, um, that you guys might be missing. So make sure and do that. Um, so another thing I want to mention before I get into the Q and A, cause I do have some questions that I want to answer, um, is if you are not already part of our Facebook group, head over, um, to join the Facebook group. It's linked in the episode. So if you go to businessshit.com in today's episode, you'll find the links to everything that I'm talking about right now. Um, because I think it's really important to have a group of people that are sort of in the same position, either, you know, trying to run their current uh, business or trying to start a new business, start trying to grow a new business. And this is sort of a place where everybody goes and sort of asks each other questions. They share resources. You know, they sort of just pat you on the back and tell you, hey, keep going. It's fine. You know, sometimes shit happens. Um, and it's just a really great place to gather. So if you haven't already joined, please head over and join. Um, the other thing I want to mention is that Norris and I want to start doing a live business shit workshop. And so we want to start a short tour, thinking something like Atlanta, Chicago, New York to start. So here's what I need from you guys. If you want to do an in-person workshop where I sit and talk with all of you and sort of walk you guys through all of your business ideas um, and help you sort of strategize, then send us an email, okay, to businessshit at gmail.com so that we got, so that I have an idea of where you guys are, right? The most uh, emails in whatever location is probably where, where we will start heading first, um, but I will try to at least hit some areas that are not 
on the mainstream, right? It's always like Atlanta, Chicago, New York, but maybe like a Charlotte or I don't know, something, Florida. So just let me know um, if you guys would be interested in that because we're really excited. And I think that the Business Shit Podcast is amazing and you get a whole lot of shit from just listening to me. But to be able to sit in a room, you know, with a small group of people um, and really do a hands-on workshop on developing either your business idea or taking your current business to the next level will be so helpful to so many people. So that is on uh, on track to, to happen very, very soon. So, okay. Now, for the next upcoming episodes of Business Shit, I have a whole lot I'm going to be covering, like talking about the differences between an LLC and a corporation and an S-Corp and a partnership and all these different things. We're going to cover all of that. There's a lot about fear and not letting that sort of hinder you from moving forward and um, just a lot of general really great information that I think you guys need to know. But for today, we're just going to do some Q&A. I wanted to update you on live, let you guys know that I am back and that there will be a next episode (laughs) next Monday. And I promise not to leave you guys for weeks and months at a time again, but I do thank you for your patience and your understanding. So Email segment of talk your shit. If you guys have a question that you want me to answer, something specific to your business or just something general that you need an answer to, please send your emails to businessshit at gmail because I love to read them, first of all, and I have hundreds that I haven't even gotten to, so I apologize, but send them anyway. I will sit and go through them and pick the ones that I think are most um, helpful that I can best give you information on because sometimes I don't answer things on the show um, and might just send you an email if it's something that I don't have enough knowledge on. That is one thing I will never do is give you information on something I don't specifically know or have enough knowledge to share um, because I would just be doing you a disservice. Um, so if I don't know, I will at least try to guide you um, to someone who might be able to answer your question. So the first question comes from Jennifer and it says, I pray this message finds you well. I want to first thank you for being such an inspiration to me and millions of other women by being the living example of how hard work, passion, and determination can land you where you want to be. You are my Shiro. I absolutely love and admire you. Thank you, Jennifer. That's very nice of you. She said, I have a question in regards to how to get where I'm going as a beginner in a saturated market. I have no background or formal education in designing, just a natural born gift and talent and a creative eye. I listen to business shit faithfully and I'm a longtime SOA Academy member. Thank you. (laughs) I don't currently sell my clothing designs as it's just a hobby. Although I love designing clothing, My dream is to design and sell women's shoes online and in major store chains. My issue is I feel stuck because I don't know where to start. I know I need a cobbler and I'm looking for one in my area. I'm hoping you can give me some direction on where to look, what to research, and what questions to ask to get me to the right place. Here are a few questions I thought of. So I'm going to read the question and then I'm going to um, answer at the same time. I will say that this question sort of um, goes for any kind of designing. Now, even if it's just shoes or clothing or bags, I think it's just all general. Um, So uh, her first question is, is it necessary or imperative to have a fashion degree? Uh, No, (laughs) I don't have any fashion degree. Um, actually I don't have, I don't have no shit. I don't even have a high school diploma. I never even graduated high school. So no, you don't need any of that. 
um, you do need some, obviously some kind of training in whatever it is that you're doing. But so here are some of my questions back to you. Um, I will say that the one thing you do need is passion. And I don't mean passion as in this like imaginary bullshit thing that people tell you when, oh, what do I need to start? You need passion. You know, passion is really just energy, right? Passion is what gets you up in the morning to do what it is that you want to do. So for me, in my life, when somebody asks me, what's my passion? My passion, people assume is sewing, right? Okay, yes. But really passion is what gives me excitement about getting up that day and doing all of the things that I need to get done in and or around sewing and that business. So when people say you have to find your passion, really what they're saying is you just need to find the thing that gives you energy, right? The thing that energizes you, that makes you want to get up and regardless of how tired you are or how little time you have or how many bills you have un left unpaid, you're still going to get up and want to do that thing. That is passion. It's just energy. Um, so for me, you know, you, you might not have all the degrees that you need. You might not have all of the, you know, technical maybe instruction that you need, but if you have enough, enough energy to get you through the days when things are hard and you have a clear idea of what you want to do, then really that's, that's all that you need. So uh, you need clear direction, right? So where and how do you want to market and sell? I know that in your email, you said online and in major store chains, but do you know what that requires? Do you know the three different major areas of that business? So you have retail, right? If you want to do retail, big box chains, if you want to be in the Macy's or in whatever, um, or, you know, um, the create creative direction of your business. So you have the retail, learn everything you need to know about what the pros and the cons are about the retail industry, also selling directly. And then also the creative process, what happens from start to finish. So if somebody asks me, hey, I want to start a clothing line. Okay, well, you have your sketches, you have your ideas, you have your technical specs, then you need to find a pattern maker, you need a sample maker, you need, you know what I mean? Like there's a series of things that need to happen, then you need to find a manufacturer. Um, so all of those things are part of what you need to start researching when you ask, what do I research? The next question was, where do I start and how do I launch my shoe business? So I don't know a whole lot about the shoe business because I don't do shoes. I know there are a lot of resources online, though. I know there are a lot of people who do make shoes. Um, I won't give you the names of my friends specifically because I have friends who make shoes because I don't want you guys bombarding them <laughs> with questions. But you can Google. There are actually a lot of places that even teach. So here, here are a couple of things. Listen and listen again to the episodes on launching, pricing, and selling. That's the first thing. The second thing is, are you making your own shoes? So are you wanting to learn how to make your own shoes and then you're going to make custom shoes because that is actually a very good business? Or are you designing shoes and then looking for a manufacturer to manufacture the shoes? And or are you trying to get into retail big box like I mentioned earlier or are you direct to customer, which will in my opinion, is always the best option. I always prefer to cut out the retail middleman and sort of just do direct to, to customer, but that's my personal preference. Um, and what are you doing already to learn the process, right? So 
you said you need a cobbler. Well, there's a whole lot of other things that sort of have to happen um, in order for you to design and manufacture a shoe collection. So I think a lot of times when people ask me that they forget the power of our all-knowing friend Google. In about five minutes, I was able to Google a lot of information about how to start a shoe collection, um, how to manufacture shoes, um, how to design, how to find a pattern maker. So these are all resources that are literally at your fingertips. Um, you know, I know that a lot of times when you guys send in questions, you want direct um, information and resources. And a lot of times I have them in this particular area. I don't, but I will say this, one of the best ways to get information about something you want specifically that you're doing is to go learn about it, right? So what I mean is there are a whole lot of um, in-person workshops that I have seen sort of rise in the last year or two on making shoes. You can go and take a class on how to make shoes and guess who's in that class? Guess who's teaching that class? Somebody who has a lot of information about the business that you want to be in, whether they're teaching it or doing it. And I mean, doing it as in they have their own collection of whatever it is, shoes or sneakers. Um, but they will have all of the information that you need to know, or at least have a really good sort of guide on what to do. So that would be my very first um, piece of advice is find a class, whether it's local to you, or you have to fly somewhere to take, you know, an, a five day intensive, because not only do you want to learn the process of what you're doing, which I tell people all the time, if you are running your own business, whatever that business is, you may not be an expert in all aspects of that business, but you should have experience at every part or level of that business. I'm not a master pattern maker, but I know enough about pattern making that I can sit with my pattern maker and be able to sort of say, hey, I want this, I don't want this. Um, you know, I think we can sort of expand on this. You know, I'm a seamstress, so I can make my own samples, but I know enough that if I need to talk with sample makers, I know what I'm saying. I know enough about finances to be able to speak to my CPA or my accountant. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you don't need to be an expert in everything, but you do need to have some kind of um, knowledge in every aspect so that you can, you know, speak to them in a knowledgeable way and get, you know, the information that you need. So go take one of those classes ask to, you know, to talk to them, go online and look up all of these. I, there's a girl and I can't remember her name, but I will try and link to it in this, in this episode. I think her name is Rachel. Um, and she does online classes and that might be a really good resource. You could go over and email her and ask her directly if she has some information that she can help you with. So, um, you know, one of the things that you want to be able to do is have a, as much information as you possibly can about the business that you want to start. So I would say take that information and then, you know, start sort of self-guiding yourself and then reach out to people directly in that business. Because I said, all it takes is a couple Google searches. And, you know, fortunately for you right now, because you're asking specifically about shoes, there are a lot of people learning to design and make shoes and starting independent labels in those areas. So you should be able to find a lot of really good information. And if I come across something specifically, I will email it. I have your email, Jennifer. Um, the second question is from someone who's anonymous. 
And she said, hey, Mimi, I've been following you for a couple of years now. I so love the free tutorials. I have a question. I started my business with my own funds, and now I'm having a hard time separating the two. Do I need to start over? If not, how can I separate them? Please help. <laughs> so the first um, thing that stopped, that popped into my head was stop. Just, just stop mingling the, the funds from your business um, and your personal life. So what I mean is, I don't know what you mean by starting over. Do you need to start your entire business over? No. When I first started Mimi G Style as a business, um, I was a sole proprietor. So it didn't matter that I was mixing, intermingling my business money and my personal money. It was all filed together. And I will talk about that in a later episode because I, I actually already have that sort of started that I want to talk with you guys about. But um, you know, when it got to a certain point, um, especially when I incorporated, obviously, um, then it became a hard stop, right? There was a, a line in the sand. You don't use money from your business for personal things, um, and you don't use your personal money for business things. So you guys hear me talk about this um, in other uh, episodes where I say, whenever I'm funding a new business or a new project that Mimi G Style is doing, we do it from money that's funneling in from something else. So if I want to start a new project, I take from another uh, source in my business to fund the new business. So I never take money from my own personal accounts to do so. And if I want to do something, you know, um, that I can't maybe necessarily afford, I certainly don't take it from my business and start using it for my personal uh, spending. So I think that's an error that a lot of people make in the beginning is they start to intermingle those two. And that can get you in a lot of trouble. If you didn't hear that episode that I did on taxes, um, and that situation that happened with me, go back and listen, because there's a lot of nuggets of information in that episode that will save your ass um, the more you get into your business. So, um, you know, simply just stop and, and then set a line for yourself, right? If you can't afford to do it and it's something that, that you want to do for your business, find another way to earn more income so that then you can take that money and funnel it into whatever it is that you want to start. Um, but no, you don't have to start all over. Simply just stop. Make sure that you have separate accounts. So if all of your money is going into one account right now, stop, split it up, make sure that anything that comes in that you get paid for from your business, put it in a business account and anything, obviously that's personal, keep it in your personal account. So there you go. Um, here's an actionable to do, and it has to do a bit about sort of everything that I talked about today. So, um, one of the things that I'm going to be doing, and this is something new for me is, well, it's not new in that it's new totally for me, but it is new in that, um, I will be sharing. So one of the things I love outside of sewing is cooking. So if I wasn't like this, you know, badass guru in the sewing world, um, and DIY world, I probably would have been like a cook, <laughs> like a chef or something. I don't know. Cooking is like, almost the same for me when it comes to sewing in that it sort of centers me. It calms me. Um, I really sort of get lost in the kitchen when I'm in there. I love to cook. Not, I like to bake, but not as much. And so recently I found myself in a place where so I've built this, this huge empire in the sewing and DIY world, right? Um, and I'm so very proud of it and that's not going anywhere. So if you follow me on that side of the world, don't panic. I'm not going anywhere. Um, nothing's going to stop, but 
from for me personally, for my inner Mimi, I needed to do something new. I needed to add something. Um, and so I decided that I was going to start expanding um, in cooking and maybe sharing the other side of things that you guys don't necessarily know about me. And so I'm going to be doing sort of my cooking videos and sharing my keto stuff that I love so much and all of these different, you know, things that I enjoy doing. Um, and so the reason I'm doing that is because, like I said, a lot of times when you're in sort of your, your zone, right, you've sort of, you've built this business, whatever it is, and it's going great. But on the inside, you might feel like you need something else. You might need something to shake shit up. Okay. And for me, I've done so much and me and Norris have so much already that we are not even into for 2019 and 2020 that my brain is like almost a bit on the overwhelmed status. And so because of that, I need something else to sort of help balance that. So I figured, you know what? Start cooking more and start sharing that. So I did something actually this morning that I have been talking about wanting to do for a long time. And that is I signed myself up for a 20 week intensive cooking course um, in Pasadena where you sit with a culinary chef and it's a small group of people and you learn over the course of 20 weeks, all of these amazing things that I've always wanted to learn. So I'm super excited, but in doing that, it brought me to this uh, sort of actionable to do is take account of where you currently find yourself and ask yourself these questions. Are you waking up grateful and excited? Are you learning something new or adding value to your life in some sort of way? And do you feel like you're working towards your goals? I think that when you're busy, and let's say that you are currently working a nine to five job and you're looking to start a new business, or maybe you've been doing this hobby for a long time and you feel a little stuck. Um, it's okay to be on this path that then starts to sort of veer off. And what you may have initially anticipated being your thing that makes you happy and excited might not be what you expected, or maybe it's changed in business and in life you need to be fluid, right? You need to be fluid enough so that you can accept, embrace, and move with the flow of life, whatever that is. And then don't be afraid to accept change or to be afraid to start a new hobby or to venture out into something new um, or most important to challenge yourself. And above all, don't be afraid to live and speak your truth. And so if you find yourself in a place where you might need a little spicing up, see what that is and don't, and don't be afraid to do that. Because one of the things I said to my husband this morning, right before I paid for that 20, <laughs> right before I paid for that 20 week intensive course was like, I'm afraid, I'm afraid because, um, it's something new. Now I've been cooking since I was 12 years old, but this is going to be something new where I'm in front of other people and I'm maybe doing something that um, I've never done before. It's a new skill that I'm going to be building on. And then not only am I building on it, but then I'm choosing to share it publicly with everybody who follows me. Right. And so that is a really big deal. And so I want you guys to understand that 
fear is is always going to be present. What you do with that moment of fear when it hits you is really what's important, right? And so, yes, this morning I was about to click that, you know, pay button and I was like, I'm a little nervous. This is something new for me. But one of the things that is critical in my life is that I do things regardless of how scared I am. So that take that, if anything else, with you today is whatever it is that you are afraid of, do it anyway. All right, guys. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your patience. And remember that in order for your business to succeed, it must be the shit. It needs to solve a problem, help them get past their current stage. It needs to earn respect and build trust. I'm out.